Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. Such an honor to have uh, Tom and Christy Cotter uh, with us here today, and they uh, run a business together as a husband and wife, and that's one of the reasons I thought they'd be a great uh, guest uh, for you. Uh, it's just, 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 I know you're going to get into that a little bit. I won't take your program away, Jim. Jim but, <laughs> uh, Martha, but, we can arm wrestle him for it. <laughs> that's right. But anyway, uh, so I thought it'd be an interesting perspective uh, to hear how a husband and wife works together, leading a business, and and how how they're making it a ministry. And they're also a part of one of our groups that we call Business His Way Groups that uh, I'd love for them to share a little bit about, too. Mm-hmm. So Tom and Christy Cotter, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank, Thank you. you. Tell our listeners where you are today. What is it that you guys find yourself doing on a day-to-day basis? Um, we, the Lord has given us custom blending. That, that was definitely a gift. That is nothing that we could have done on our own. We purchased custom blending in February of 2016 okay. um, by the grace of the Lord. And today we feel like our mission there is to provide a place for people to come to work and they feel appreciated and they feel safe when they walk in that door. Um, we like to be Jesus to people. Uh, we have a, a variety of beliefs that walk in mm-hmm. through that door. So we are just trying to love on people and give them a place where they can come and feel safe. And we know life is hard and life is hard at home mostly. Mm-hmm. So if we can give them a place to come to work, that's not quite as hard as being at home, then we feel like we've accomplished something by loving on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but who told you to do that? I mean, I, I mean, did you hear that in a sermon one week? Or I mean, who told you to actually treat your workplace like a ministry place? That'd be the Holy Spirit. Mm. So you didn't hear a sermon about it? I did not. <laughs> so, Tom, when Chrissy said, hey, we're going to treat this workplace like a ministry place, what did you, how did you respond? Um, you know, part of me still has that uh, hard-driving business part of me, and uh, the, uh, the, the Lord's working on me with that. You know, we, we do want people to, to feel comfortable coming to work. We want to extend the grace that's been extended to us. And uh, through things like uh, Kingdom Way and the Common Pursuit and the Businesses Way, it's been a been a big boost to help us with that, to help show us the way on what to do. Dan Anderson, you've got some. You've got a a a, a Common Pursuit event coming up this fall. When is that again? Absolutely, October seventeenth. Talk to us about that. What what is this event all about? And and, and you're doing it quarterly. Why? Yeah, so we call it Common Pursuit because we're trying to cast a vision for every person that comes, whether they're a business leader or a manager or a nonprofit leader, and some leaders of churches that are coming as well, that they are a minister in the marketplace with a common pursuit. You know, like in Ephesians 4, it talks about that we have we are one Lord, we have one faith, one common baptism, but we also have one common calling in number one following the person of Jesus Christ, but number two, to figure out how do we make our marketplace positions, passions, possessions of ministry for Jesus Christ. So that's really the thrust of it. We are designed to inspire people, motivate. You know, one of the things we want to do with the event is to to cause people, so we've had an average about 225 or so the last few events to come and to have everybody in the same room to realize here in Northern Colorado, 85% unchurched area, 
to realize, wow, there are some Christian leaders here that are wanting to live for Christ and leverage what God's given them for God's glory and ministry to change lives and communities and cultures. And uh, so that's what we're trying to, to do through the events and then, you know, add value to people's lives in, in the event itself um, to realize they're not alone. They don't have to lead alone. We shouldn't lead alone. And then hopefully to uh, lead them to some next steps if they want to jump into a group or coaching uh, of some sort uh, of the things that we offer through our ministry. Tom, I want to go back to something you said right before the break because you were saying, you know, but I still have this, you know, driven business mentality. And I think that that's one of the things that I just want to draw out is that we, in order to be all that God wants us to be in our business, we have to be good business people. So, um, you know, I think it's just that balance and seeing what is the purpose of it. Is the purpose of being a good business person to get rich or is the purpose to do something with those riches and to, um, you know, when, how many employees do you guys have? We are at uh, 10 besides us right now. Wow. So you think of just the impact on the families that walk through your door that you talked about and the flourishing that can happen in those families because of the work that you're doing. So if I just, you know, I want our listeners to hear that, that it's, you know, it's not an either or, I don't believe. I believe that both need to kind of co, you know, co-mingle and be there together because if you weren't having good business practices you couldn't be carrying on those employees because you wouldn't be signing paychecks, you know? So, right. so how do you balance that and figure out then how, what to do with this business ministry that you guys have been given? You know, again, we, we, we learn a lot through the Common Pursuit events. You know, mm-hmm. we, we get to hear people who have kind of been down the road we've been down to. They're successful and how they take care of their employees. And I think that's one of the, you know, the, our heart, and we know the Lord's heart for our business is to take care of people, whether it's, um, you know, our employees, our vendors, our customers. So we, we do have to balance that. You know, we try to give as much grace as possible, but there's a, a time when decisions need to be made that Mm -hmm. uh, people may not like um, and decisions as believers that some people might not understand uh, non-believers, but we still feel we have to make those decisions and and move forward with uh, the plan that's been given to us. How do you guys resolve conflict? Because your employees are watching you. I mean, you said you have 10 people. They're watching. They're they're saying, okay, what's different about their marriage? Because some of your employees that are working for you are divorced. Some of them are married and some of them are single looking to get married. So they're all watching going, can these guys do it differently? What do you do when you have conflict? How are you handling it? I think Tom just says, yes, honey. (laughs) 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 And he said that he has a wonderful wife. And I have a wonderful husband. We are best friends and Mm -hmm. we understand that there's going to be times when we do not agree, but we have to listen to each other's side and we have to come to some sort of consensus. Sometimes though Tom gives in, sometimes I give in, but we have to weigh both sides of the situation and decide what is best, not for Tom, not for me, but for the collective. Hmm. Those are good words. Talk about how your faith comes into play. Uh, on a day-to-day basis. Give, give us an example on an interaction with, with, with a customer um, where you've had an opportunity to just live out your faith in front of that customer. Um, you know, I, I don't want to say it's in a negative way, but we were working with a potential customer that was asking us to do some things that we did not think were, were right. We that went against our moral, moral compass, mm-hmm. and we had to let the customer know that we did not want to do business with them. So we, How hard we, was that? Um, you know, when you're, when you're small and you're, you're starting off and you're growing, you want to do 
everybody's business, but you know, there comes a time when, when you get that, that feeling that this is not the right way to go. And I, I believe that we have been blessed with, with more business uh, since we set that aside. That's where the saying, not all meat is good meat, except with a spice from custom blending. Yes, sir. There you go. <laughs> There's a tagline. Free. Again, free. Not charging for that today. I'm going to write this down. Oh, so, so what is something that you can encourage our listeners? Um, maybe they have either contemplated, because I mean, you said this wasn't part of your wheelhouse. You weren't in the food industry at all. Oh, what were you in before this? I <laughs> she was, was in, in jail. jail. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just let that sit for a minute. Nine and a half years in jail. Nine and a half years in jail. Okay. As the case manager. So okay. I worked at a local uh, corrections facility. That was just mean. <laughs> <laughs> it made Jim speechless. It I made many that. of our customers speechless. Yes, so I love he, that. He loves to play that on new customers. But um, yes, nine and a half years as a case manager at a local jail, um, transitioning people into the community after some time in mm. jail, helping them with uh, housing, with drug alcohol treatment, uh, and services in the community. Excellent. Well, thank you for your work there, because oh, that you. is so needed. So at some point, you guys made a decision to, to start doing business together. What did that look like? Well, we had always talked about having a family business. We've looked at other opportunities in the past, but it just didn't come to fruition. So um, the Lord brought this together, and it just it just seemed to flow the way it should flow. Not meaning that there were bumps in the road. It wasn't it wasn't easy, but it, we knew that it was where we were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You, you said a family business. Are there are kids involved. Just the two of us. Our son does not want to be involved. <laughs> but your son likes to eat. He does he like does. to eat. And there's a way to twist that one into action, he, by the way. He likes to eat at some of the restaurants that we supply blends mm. to as well. You just you never know how that one comes full circle. I, I want you to talk about business his way, because that's one of the ministries of Kingdom Way Ministries.net. Business his way is one of those things where you get together. Well, talk about it, Tom. I, you know, because Christy got kicked out of her group, she said. So talk, to, <laughs> talk, talk about business his way. How is it? What is it for you and how has it impacted uh, custom blending? It has uh, impacted me personally in a lot of ways, a lot of positive ways, as, as well as our business and our relationship. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of things. It is a board of 11 or 12 other people who really like a board of advisors. Um, Dan brings great content. Uh, he, he, he probes us, pushes us, has us, uh, you know, share where our businesses are. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's a great place to go, um, to share ideas, to get ideas and to let people know, um, when things aren't going well and and they are there to pray for you, support you, give advice, uh, things like that. Um, I I highly encourage it for folks. So Dan, just real quick, what does business his way look like for like, what he was talking about going and being a part of, um, is it a certain amount of time with some strangers or is this a ongoing group that, you know, I'm just kidding. Tell yeah. us what it is. Yeah, it's a monthly group that meets about two and a half, three hours uh, a month. And we have, like Tom said, we the, the group he's in, we have about 12 people. So it sounds kind of biblical, 12 disciples, right? It sure right? does. Uh, but we get together and, and, you know, actually you guys had a huge influence starting that. And, and Jim, uh, in his encouragement, some of the materials he gave. So we keep it really simple. We have a book. Uh, where we read a couple chapters about what does it mean to be a marketplace leader, a follower of Christ in the marketplace. And then the second half is really open-ended where we have a roundtable discussion form. 
where we just ask, hey, if you got an issue going on in your business, uh, share it so you can get biblical counsel and feedback and practical business advice from others in the group. Uh, and less, especially size like Tom, uh, his business, uh, there's not a lot of opportunities like that. So mm-hmm. it's incredible, credible growth and development opportunity. So every day we uh, we start in production and then uh, also in the office area, we, we start with just a daily huddle to talk about what's going on. And we start with good news and the good news may be uh, uh, complimenting another uh, co-worker for what they've done or something good in life. But when each person gives a piece of good news, we clap three times and it's just a, a way of encouragement. And we, we learned that from Doug during the Work-Life Connect. And I think it's uh, working out well for our folks and letting them get to know each other a little better and giving encouragement wow very cool on a daily basis you're doing that daily basis yes, right. you know but, so often when you get together with employees it's because there's a problem and mm-hmm. so what a great culture shift there to be focusing on some good news because yeah. you hear people all the time they watch the news and they're like there's nothing good on the news well there is if you look for it and yep. you, and uh, what a way to great <laughs> and giving affirmation a news channel but yes <laughs> the giving affirmation a huge piece yeah. of that uh there's 78 percent of statistic i read of people that never receive any kind of thank you or affirmation in the workplace mm. that's incredible people don't leave jobs because of money they leave jobs because of managers and yep. managers need to do a better job of loving and appreciating their people you know kingdom way um we were looking for a place uh, when we found Kingdom Way Ministries, we we were probably in business about two years because we've been involved with Dan for about a year now, maybe a little longer. But the Lord had just laid on our hearts that we needed to get connected with other Christian business leaders to, to understand the path that God had for us and a, a model by which to, to run our business His way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I heard an ad on a radio station about the Common Pursuit event. Tom and I uh, went that evening or that week to the event. Um, We met Dan and some other amazing people, and we have been involved with them ever since. But I think what has stuck out the most to both uh, Tom and myself is that, as we were talking earlier today, we had the realization that Dan is one of the top two people that have been to our building and prayed for us more than anyone else mm. for us as for our marriage, for our business. Um, so out of, of two people, I can think of he is right up there. A true marketplace minister. Mm. <laughs> Love that. Love that. That's exactly right. So do you guys have any top tips that you would give our listeners regarding living out your faith in your work? What, what, what can you say to our listeners? Tom, you first, because Christy's going to blow me off anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be done. Um, uh-huh. You know, and it, it's, it's not always starting a Bible study at work or maybe, you know, something complicated. It is loving your employees and uh, just trying to take care of them and be mm-hmm. a good steward of what we've been given. But when you're loving your employees and they're being a pain in the butt and they need a smack upside the head, how do you love them that way? I think it's in the presentation when you do it because that does need to happen. You know, we uh, we try to be flexible with people, but we, we still have uh, customer demands to meet. So uh, you bring them in the office, um, and, and with Christy's background, she's just uh, very intuitive. With they don't what, stand a chance for a southern <laughs> background. But you know, Between that and her southern accent, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it starts with relationship. Yeah. And we are very um, – 
intentional about developing relationships with our team members. So Tom is so good about, hey, grab your lunch. We got to go. It's lunchtime. We need to go to the lunchroom and have lunch with our folks. Hey, they're leaving. Let's go by and it's been a great day. Let's just give them some thank yous. Um, Mm -hmm. We make sure that if it's it's a hot day in the summer, Tom will say, hey, go to the grocery store. Let's get some Klondike bars. Um, You kill for a Klondike. (laughs) (laughs) So we, we are very intentional about developing those relationships mm-hmm. and making sure they know that we're there to help. We not only visit with them at work, there's some employees who really um, like that relationship and will invite us and allow us into their life outside of work. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, it just makes my heart sing. Yeah. But sometimes you have to love people enough to free their future from working a custom blending. Have you guys ever had to do that? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, that's hard. Yes. How do you do that and still let them know that they're loved by you and by Christ? Um, you know, it, it's, I think Dave Ramsey says, you set people free to go flourish somewhere else. And mm-hmm. I think that's how we look at it. Um, you know, it, it's not a a thing that we enjoy, but it's something that has to happen in order to uh, have a successful business, and if if they're floundering or suffering in what they're doing for us, they can go somewhere else and flourish. You've been listening to I Work Room with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work for Him Power Pod with your hosts Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content. When you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.